On this episode of the iFilmmaker podcast, my resolutions for 2019. Welcome back to another episode of the iFilmmaker podcast. My name is Ariel Martinez, and we have not been here for a while. We haven't posted. There's a good reason for that. As you'll notice, Mr. Cervatelli's not with us. He is crazy busy as well, as I have been as well. And we've just both been slammed with work, which is a good problem to have. So both November and December have been insanely, insanely busy for me, which is why we were only able to, well, I was only able to give you guys a a quick goodbye for 2018. Um, But today I want to talk to you guys about what I'm expecting for 2019. I do expect 2019 to be a relatively successful year. Um, I do expect big things. I did make a nice, uh, good investment into a new camera, and I'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, and the reason for that was because I do expect uh, better projects to come forward. And, you know, because of these resolutions that I have set for myself um, as a filmmaker in the industry and whatnot, um, th- that is the reason why I'm, I'm kind of taking that step forward to kind of uh, preemptively uh, prepare myself for these projects that are, go- that are going to continue to to come and they have been coming but um, I just want to talk more about that and and kind of how you guys can uh, more or less get get to that level if that's the direction that you're going in because I have a very specific specific route um, the more I grow in my business and I'm sure the, you guys are going to start realizing this as well the more I grow in my business the more I realize the the kinds of videos that I want to do um, and as a lot of you already know, I'm not I'm not a narrative person. I don't really do narrative films. I've been hired to DP them uh, for the most part, but I don't really do narrative work. And uh, most of what I do is a lot of documentary stuff. And, and because of that, that's a lot of what I get hired to do. Uh, so I in 2019, I definitely want to take that step forward to continue to improve my craft, continue to become a better filmmaker, a better documentary filmmaker overall. And that includes a lot of, uh, you know, uh, making more projects of what I want to do, whether or not I'm getting paid for that, you know, and I want to make more of the stuff that I want to make, more passion projects like Zion. And I know Zion took forever. So let me start by kind of explaining to you guys how resolutions work. So when you make a resolution for, let's say, a year, uh, you know, a resolution is essentially a goal that you want to accomplish for that year. It's, it's an achievement that you want to reach. Um, and the I think that the problem with making resolutions oftentimes is is it, it, it could be twofold. It could be that you, your resolution is not high enough, is not goal oriented, is not it's not hot. You know, it's not that big of a challenge or it's too big. Right. I personally think that we should be setting realistic uh, resolutions for ourselves or things that basically require the hard work that we put into it, right? Um, uh, of I think the most popular resolution for everybody, uh, er- every year, the most popular resolution is to lose weight. I think that's a very, very common resolution. Um, I myself have that uh, in, in a slight, uh, in kind of a, you know, I just want to lose maybe 20 pounds or so. But 
the the biggest problem with with people is that they they lack discipline. Discipline is a huge factor in making sure that your resolutions are being met, that your 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 small little accomplishments, your small goals that all ultimately lead to your final resolution are being fulfilled. So discipline, the lack of discipline is really a determining factor uh, whether or not you're going to complete that resolution or not. Now, what are the benefits of of having resolutions? Uh, the benefits of having a resolution, because you had that discipline to complete it, you now have character. What, what discipline does is when you make an achievement, it builds a lot of character. Because when you make a resolution and you have the discipline to complete it, that means that you're you're basically overcoming every single obstacle that gets in your way. So let's take, for example, uh, the, the resolution of losing weight. You know, you, you have a nine to five job. You're so tired when you get out of work and you still have things to do. Therefore, you start making excuses for yourself to not go to the gym, to not go for a run, to not do your workout. So um, things like that or maybe your diet. You need the energy, so you therefore you need to eat more. So things like that start getting into the way. You don't have discipline to to maintain a steady workout, to maintain a steady diet. Uh, to, to, to have the discipline to finish that, you know, the people that do accomplish their resolutions oftentimes build character in the process. And that is a huge achievement for people. Um, the building character part is really not something that is I don't think it's thought of too much, but it is there and it's evident. So I think that it helps a lot to in, in the character building when you achieve these resolutions. So it's not just the the losing weight, but you feel more confident. You're much more encouraged to take on bigger and better challenges. And I think that even that can translate to your work, that can translate to your career, to to your family, like that kind of positivity. I think it's very, very beneficial for you, for your family, for everyone around you, and it really helps you. So it helps you build character. It helps you build confidence. It helps you have that momentum. Uh, and, and also you have it's an accolade that you get to put under your belt. It's another uh, accolade that you can attribute to, I guess, your 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 moral success, your 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 personal success. You know, you achieve a certain weight. What's the next goal? The next goal, maybe join a marathon. You're, you're fit. You're good. Join a marathon. Get in there. Uh, do an Ironman contest. That's freaking extreme but hey if you want to do it do it um you've already established that you have the discipline you've built that character it's all beneficial for you it all helps so that's what the benefits of having resolutions are so with that being said you might be wondering what the heck is he talking about what let's get to the filmmaking all right how, how can this apply to uh how can resolutions apply to uh, achievements in in your filmmaking career so the same rules apply same rules apply I mean, you might not be losing weight so for let's take my example so one of my resolutions this year is to in my words is to hustle more right i need to hustle more i need to be more proactive with my work i need to be more proactive with emailing clients uh potential clients be more proactive in in making sure that my directory accounts are updated. I'm on every directory and all that information is up to date. Um, I need to be out there looking for more jobs. I need to put, I need to put more work out there. Um, and that is, that is very important before I, and I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I didn't, I, I used to not put that much work out there. Only recently I started 
posting more things that I do with my church, more things that I do for other clients, things that I don't normally post. I'm, I, I just simply post little snippets here and there, but I don't really post too much stuff that I do with client. But the, a huge reason for that is because I am very, very highly critical of myself. And I've had to come to terms with this recently is that I need to be happy with the work that I do. I, I and you know, because I, I'm always going to be critical of everything that I do. And if it's not perfect, it's not worth posting. Um, and obviously, there's rules to this to myself, obviously, oftentimes as well. But, you know, I need to be very confident in my work to be able to post it because it's not for you guys. It's for the clients, right? So my clients or potential clients, these are the people that are going to be judging what I do. And for the most part, I've gotten nothing but positive feedback. So I don't know why I'm so judgmental of myself. I don't know why I continue to criticize myself, but I need to be more confident in posting my work. And I definitely encourage you guys to do the same. My social media, people people tell me, you know, you use it for, are you getting a lot of clients through social media? Not really. What my social media really helps me to do is to remind people of what I do or what I can do, right? So I've gotten referrals uh, of people that might know me from social media. So that way it can kind of help some way or another. But I don't get like direct work from social media. It's a simply it's a simple tool to allow me to get my work out there. So that's really what social media helps me to do. And I guess you can kind of say it indirectly helps me get work. Uh but that's really what my social media is for. Um, also, hustling more is connecting more with the industry. I want to meet more people. I want to make more connections. And that includes if I hope I can make it to NAB this year again, which I loved last year. I want to go there. I want to connect with more people. I want to meet new people. I want to um, kind of collaborate more, maybe on a passion project. So those are the kinds of things that I want to do this year. Another thing is to complete two major passion projects. I want to complete two of them. Last year, I only did one. And even that one took me a whole year, which was Zion. You guys, if you haven't seen Zion, you can go to my website, arielmartinez.tv. It's posted right there. Uh, you can see Zion, my short film, that that my short documentary that I made last year uh, in collaboration with uh, uh, Mr. Serratelli. And that one took us a whole year to finish. The reason for that is in addition to us having our normal work, our normal freelance work and things just started getting in the way. And to be quite honest, a lot of that was just basically uh, excuses. Zion took a long time because not only did we were kind of sidetracked in the sense that we had a storyline coming in and because we've never worked with um, such a young individual, right? Um, that we we were expecting that we were expecting um uh, to shoot. We only had one day to shoot, by the way. For excuse me, we only had one day to shoot Zion, and when we went in the day of the shoot, we kind of didn't get what we were looking for in a sense when he was skating, um, the dialogue, things like that. So our story, our our the story that we had planned out did not quite play out. So what it took was just myself. For months and months and months at a time, uh, just sitting down, going through what we have and kind of trying to make some sort of story out of nothing or what we thought was nothing. Um, and, you know, the result was what we got, you know. Uh, so it it definitely it was a learning experience for sure. 
it's going to teach me moving forward on my next uh, documentary. I definitely uh, learned a lot from that, and I'm very grateful for it. I'm glad it's finally done. It's been released. Um, but for this year, I definitely want to put out two major passion projects. And there's actually one that's going to be ministry-related. Um, I am currently working on that one uh, just from the storylining, storyboarding. And my goal, so because I only have one of those two major passion projects already ready of uh, in terms of idea, what I've been doing and what I kind of set as a goal for myself is that every single day I will do something that will kind of contribute to that project whether it's sitting down and and even even if it's to put one bullet point down on the outline of this story I will do that that for that day and that'll be what I the task for that uh project because I constantly need to have this in my head that it's a project that needs to get done, right? And this is a reason. Now, this is a story, and I don't want to give too much away because I'm very excited about it. It's going to be a ministry-based uh, ministry based uh, project, but it is going to be a full-on documentary. Um, the reason why uh, I, I, I need to, I, I want to, st- I, I stress that you have to love the story. You have to be passionate about the story. It's because this is the reason why. If you're not passionate about the story, you're not going to be passionate about completing it, right? This is something that I truly feel in my heart that the world needs to see. It's a story that I feel is going to be very beneficial for society. I think it's going to be very beneficial, and I think that more people need to hear it. I think that more people need to kind of be exposed to this kind of information. And then this is why, this is something that I've had in my heart for years. It's just such a big project that I've always kind of been concerned about maybe doing it wrong because I only get what I feel is one shot at this, right? I'm not going to do this project twice. So I want to make sure that it's very, very good. So I kind of have to overcome my self uh, judgments, my, my, my imperfections that I mentioned earlier that some, my, my, the critic, the critical part of myself of, of criticizing myself when I criticize myself, it's very harsh. It's very harsh. And I kind of have to overcome that kind of stuff to make sure that I make sure that this project gets completed. So my goal is to finish two major passion projects. I already have one idea. I've been outlining it. I've been doing my research. I've been trying to gather names of people that I want to have included in this documentary. Um, every single day I'm doing something, every single day in order to contribute to this project. So that's kind of my own goal, my own standards of what I kind of want to do. Um, and another resolution of mine is to you know, lose weight, like I mentioned. So I kind of, I have been gaining weight, so I definitely need to lose weight. I think about 20 pounds, 25 pounds is, is, is kind of my goal. But what I say to people about weight loss is do not set goals. Just turn it into a lifestyle. Make sure that – and this is my own personal uh, recommendation for any of you guys that are trying to lose weight. Um, do not set a goal. Make it into a lifestyle. Make it a lifestyle of eating better. Um, and that does not mean – listen, the other day I went out and I got wings and I'm fine. I'm totally fine. The only difference is I did not leave that place completely stuffed where I can't even breathe anymore, which is what I normally do. So I kind of had to limit myself to about five wings for myself. And then I got like some sort of uh, shrimp salad there. But listen, I'm still eating the stuff that I love, but in moderations. At the same time, I'm ramping up my workouts. And this is something 
you know, from because of my past, you know, I enjoy working out and and whatnot. And that's not a problem for me. My problem has always been the eating part. So I've always been eating more than what I've been working out for the past several years. Um, so I kind of have to flip that upside down. I have to work out harder than I eat. So that's my own personal method. Um, but again, it has to be a lifestyle because if you set goals and this happens time and time again, you set a goal, let's say 30, 40 pounds and you reach that goal, then what? You have nothing else to move forward to. So don't set a goal, set a lifestyle. You're going to reach your, if you set a lifestyle, you're going to eventually reach that goal and then some, right? And then you're going to maintain that lifestyle. You're going to see that it's going to make you feel better. It's going to make you physically, physically feel better. You're going to be uh, feel better about yourself, about your 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 body, etc. So that's my own personal weight loss uh, recommendation for you guys. Um, I'm building a new business. I'm building a new business. Um, a more com- it's the same kind of sort of business. It's, it's a it's a video production business, but this is going to be geared toward uh, commercial videography, commercial filmmaking, and I'm partnering up with my friend James Tobin. Um, and uh, we're partnering up and making a new business. We're currently in the very, very, uh, in the very, very beginning aspects of this. But this is something that kind of is separate from Ariel Martinez Films. Ariel Martinez Films is strictly documentary stuff. I'm building a new commercial business um, to to kind of really cater to the to the other kind of uh, niche in the industry, commercial stuff. Uh, you know, the, uh, the the conferences, et cetera, things that are also money generators. But I kind of don't like to promote myself with that kind of work because of the the I would say the the the, the style and the, the creative aspects of documentary work that at least the kinds that I want to do. It does not kind of mix well with that. I've always felt that. So therefore, I'm kind of separating the two. But that's my 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 own other goal there. Um, and my very last goal, and this one is um, more personal to me, this is a having a stronger relationship with Christ. And what this means is I'm going to be reading more every single morning. I'm in my Bible. I'm praying more and having uh, a better understanding of Scripture, better understanding of the Bible, better understanding of what relation, having a relationship with Christ is and kind of allow, you know, the Lord to really uh, to lift lift me up. It's a, it's a more spiritual goal for me. And uh, that is so with all that being said, these are my these are my uh, resolutions for 2019 um, and my recommendations on, I guess, how to deal with your resolutions. And these are, you know, setting resolutions are a great thing. And I know that a lot of people and the the, the joke that goes around is that most people um, lose their resolutions before the first month or something like that. Um, you know, they get rid of them, but they don't keep up with them. My recommend, my, um, there's always a threshold. There's always a threshold that you have to go through. It's kind of like climbing up a mountain, right? When you start anything, you're climbing up a mountain. Um, and whether it's losing weight, building a business, trying to get better jobs, etc. There's always a, a mountain that you have to climb up to the top of, because once you reach that peak, let's say, Everything from that peak, once you get there, excuse me, once you get there, right, it's all downhill from there. So once you reach a certain point, you have to get, I would say, the first two months. Reach that two-month mark. Once you get there, it's going to be almost downhill from there because you, and of course, this doesn't apply to everything, but take weight loss, for example. If you've been doing diligent weight loss for, for two months, 
at, at the two month mark, you're going to see some fantastic progress. You're going to see some fantastic progress and that's just going to motivate you to continue going. So you cannot go two or three weeks and expect much to change. So that's my recommendation to you guys. Get over that threshold. Once you get over, it's going to be downhill from there. You're going to be enjoying it. You're going to be living a great 2019. Now, with all with all that being said, my latest purchase. I just purchased the Sony FS7. If you guys haven't followed me on have been following me on Instagram, you'll notice that I posted this uh, yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? One of those two. Um, so I posted it and. Um, I'm very excited about it. And yes, yes, the FS7 is a very old camera. When I say, I say very old, it's like four, five years old, maybe four years old, something like that. Um, it's an old camera. Yes, it's been in the, in the industry for a little while. And that is why when I when I made the post of, can you guess what camera is in the box? Virtually no one got it correct. Everyone was saying the Blackmagic Pocket Cinema Camera 4K, the Evo 1, the C300, uh, Fujifilm, xt3 or tx3 one of those two um nikon everybody everyone was just no one was getting it right and it's for good reason the sony fs7 it's not really a camera you kind of think about uh when when thinking about new cameras now but the reason why i purchased the fs7 uh it's because clients have been requesting it more and more i i seem to be getting closer to documentary filmmaking reality documentary filmmaking for television and i've been getting hired for those kinds of jobs and what are those uh clients requesting the sony fs7 it's there's two cameras in the industry that are very virtually industry standards when it comes to documentary filmmaking uh tv doc filmmaking reality etc um it's the sony fs7 and the c300 mark ii those are the two cameras that are usually widely um widely requested uh it just so happens that in my personal experience i've been re- getting requests for this set sony fs7 um specifically so you know call me crazy but it's an investment and it's going to pay itself off now i don't have to be renting every time i usually rent it for 350 depending on how many days they need me for but that kind of work it, it's really you know it's up my alley it's document documentary filmmaking i'm going to learn a lot and I don't have to pay 300, four, 500 bucks to rent it every single time. Um, you know, and I can pocket that money and, and, and just make more of a profit. So it was just an investment for me. Um, but yeah, no, I did, I did not get it because it was the next best thing. Obviously I got it because it's what's requested. It's what the market's asking for. So it's more of a, <clears throat> that kind of purchase. So that is the reason why I got the Sony FS7. Um, I did get it used. I got and um, and it, it just didn't make sense for me to buy a brand new Sony FS7. I got one used, very minimal hours. It's like forty six hours used or something like that, which is virt- virtually nothing. Um, and it's just because clients have been requesting it. No, that would not have been my first choice, but it, you know I have to get what it's being requested. And unfortunately, that's the camera that's being requested. It's going to pair nicely with my FS5. My FS5 will now be my B cam, uh, my FS7. I'm glad. One of the things that I'm excited about for this camera is that I'm happy that I'm going to be able to use the uh, internal recording because that's something that I've always, for a long time, I've hated about the FS5. The internal uh, co- the internal recording 
just sucks. The internal quality, the GH5 is significantly better. Um, I'm very excited to be to be using the FS7. I'm not gonna have to use it with the Ninja Inferno, the Shogun Inferno. I'm sorry. Um, I don't expect to be shooting raw, even though I still need to kind of get the extension unit, which sucks. That's like an extra thousand, thousand five hundred bucks, um, which sucks. But, you know, it's listen, if the clients are willing to pay for it, you, you get whatever camera they're asking for. If it's the industry that you want to find yourself in. And this is the industry that I want to find myself in. So with that being said, I'm going to continue to, I guess, uh to, to go with the flow if uh, with this, you know, kind of industry and, and where it's kind of taking me. Um, and you know what? I'm excited. I'm excited that I get to continue to do the work that I love to do uh, and all that stuff. And so <clears throat> I think uh, that's it for today. And you know what? the And again, I'm not making more excuses. Another reason why we've been kind of delayed on these episodes is that in addition to to my, uh, to, you know, Mr. Servitelli and myself not having kind of a good schedule for both of us to kind of do these episodes together, I need to take more time to prepare for the content that I'm going to be delivering to you guys. So it takes more preparation on my side. Remember, this podcast, we're not making money off of it. This is casual stuff. Um, we're not making any major money, actually, put it that way. Um and also, I am moving. So I am currently moving to a different uh, place. Um, it's not that far. It's just right down the street. But it's a much bigger, much bigger house, uh, much more. Uh, it's going to be uh, better to kind of have all my gear there. It's getting very crowded here where I'm at currently. So I have to be out of my place by the end of this month. So things are kind of, kind of getting hectic here. Uh, so in addition, that added on with the whole preparing for the episodes a little more in advance and things like that. It's something where I kind of have to balance. So for the next several weeks, uh, maybe the next couple months while I get uh, settled in a new place, it's just going to be kind of uh, up in the air when the next episode is going to come out. But I am going to try to be more disciplined. Hey, so I'm going to be try to be more disciplined with regards to uh releasing these podcasts, uh, these episodes, but at the same time, I have to make sure that I'm putting my priorities in the right place. Uh, I thank you guys once again for continuing to stick with us and, and making sure that we remain a very successful podcast. You guys have been great. I, I've been, I've been still looking at the numbers. It's still growing. You guys have been giving me nothing but positive feedback and you continue to do so, even though we haven't been posting in a little bit. So I thank you guys for that. Um, I hope that you would continue to listen and uh, I will see you on the next episode of the iFilmmaker podcast later. Later.